0: This is The Legal Bender with Molly Jansen and Tom Nelson, who is of counsel with the Molly Jansen Law Group. And today we are going to be talking about this awesome Kentucky governor who uh, decided to do some pardoning on his way out um, after he lost an election in a state he probably shouldn't have lost in. Uh, but that all being said, uh, Tom has quite a bit of information and has done quite a bit of investigation as to what this stellar man in the community has decided to do. And we'll be right back to discuss that. Welcome back to The Legal Better with Molly Jansen. And we are here to, uh, I'm with Tom Nelson, who's of counsel with the Molly Jansen Law Group. And we are going to be talking about the Kentucky governor who makes really awesome decisions. So he uh, lost an election. He should have won. Just by the dynamic of the politics in the state, but you know, I guess there's no issues there. And uh, he decided to uh, do some pardoning of some really bad people, and uh, we're we we think it's worthy talking about. So if you don't know what it is, go to Googs and uh, look it on up and uh, see if you can get some intel. I'll post something on my uh, uh, Jansen Legal PC on uh, Facebook, which is changing to Molly Jansen Law Group, but you can see all sorts of different blogs about all sorts of different things. So, Tom, enlighten us. What did our lovely governor in Kentucky do on his way out?
1: So we have Governor Matt Bevins now out of Kentucky, obviously looking to piss off the people of Kentucky at this point.
0: I guess all of them.
1: Yeah, pretty much everybody. So he, he gets defeated in an election by a Democrat <laughs> How and in the state of Kentucky, about as red of a state as you can get. Through and through. And so he decides he's going to pardon and commute about 450 people some odd sentences, 160 of them being straight out pardons.
0: Ugh, and, that's and, a lot.
1: That's a lot of pardons. That's not
0: six people.
1: And they have the, they have the right to pardon people. But the question here is, okay. who, sh- who should you pardon and why?
0: Do you have to give a justification? So, or? I,
1: I, I don't know. Apparently not. Because this guy pardoned uh, a person who murdered their six-week-old son. Another one sexually assaulted a 15-year-old boy. We had a drunk driver who killed a pastor and his wife. Oh, Which, and he, oh. which in Kentucky is read right in the middle of Bible Belt. That's a big no no there.
0: No, that's like you might as well have killed the president of the United States.
1: One of his big ones is he decapit- he pardoned a a person who decap <laughs> who, deca- <laughs> who decapitated his wife and left her in the basement in a barrel. Wait, wait, in a barrel? In a barrel. Like
0: what's he boozing in his beer barrels and then putting the wife in there? It's
1: an aging barrel. I guess in this case it's an anti-aging barrel because yep. she's no longer with us.
0: Wait, wait, let me get this straight. So this man, not just for the safety in the community of Kentucky. So not only did he flip the finger at the entire state, he flipped the the, the finger at the entire United States in which these people can then travel out of Kentucky. Kentucky, where they're not trapped. Yes, yes. Oh, good. Great. Come on. Oh, it's Ted Bundy gone bad. So
1: down the list, he uh, pardons a lady who threw her new newborn infant in a septic tank at the flea market.
0: Why not just give it to a rando who's walking around? Anybody would take a baby. That
1: would be better.
0: Most people would at least even take it to a fire station.
1: He killed a. The, he pardoned a person who killed a killed his parents. A 16-year-old killed his parents and uh, left them in the basement to rot. What? And last but not least, he pardons a guy who raped a nine-year-old girl who served less than eighteen months on a twenty-three-year sentence. Uh, uh, not
0: what?
1: even, not even time to do an intake for it for any type of treatment <laughs> he
0: didn't here. Didn't even start his psych or his uh, sex offense specific treatment.
1: So now you got all these people running around the state of Kentucky. So they left. They left ho- Kentucky. Hopefully, they stayed there. What's going to happen? No, I'm
0: fearful for the community in Kentucky. I hope they disperse.
1: (laughs) What's going to happen if one of these people re-offend? And we can pretty much guarantee about eh, maybe 100% of them will.
0: I'm going to go with sex offenders, especially one with no treatment.
1: Exactly. That's
0: concerning to me.
1: So what should the state of Kentucky do at this point? Should they investigate? Who's going to be liable when they do reoffend?
0: Well, here's one for you. I got a little question. Right? Right. So, okay. You know how families are, right? Because we, we hear, you know, people go to prison. They do it knowing they're going. You would think they don't know how they blame their lawyers. But um, <laughs> th- they sign the agreements and they know what's happening. But suddenly they don't. They forgot that. But the families really get pissed off, right? I even had a client's parents freak out today, and I'm like, you're not my client. Be quiet. Anyway, so I wonder how many of them got together and sold their houses and got a little extra money in the bank, sold some cars, maybe some jewelry, turned in a few stocks, you know, maybe committed crimes to get money so that they could write nice big checks to the governor in order to make sure that their plea for their sex offender son or child murderer should be able to walk free because they just can't seem to get a job because they haven't been pardoned.
1: That's really what the motivation is. Yes, that's a good question.
0: What in the hell?
1: There's no rhyme or reason for this, but when it comes down to it, you're looking at a situation where there's going to be a lot of victims who are sitting there with their family members, devastated at what just happened. The person who raped my daughter is out after 18 months of a 23-year sentence. The person who killed my son is out for no reason.
0: Well, and, okay, so the system for pardoning, right, is different in every state, so I can't venture what is happening there in good old Kentucky. Um, But did he basically just get every, so everyone that made a motion um, that, that sent it to his office got a pardon? is all what, of them that's everyone Because, be. like how many people like are what's our per capita over there in Kentucky like yeah. what do we got i mean is it all of the sex offenders <laughs> that have been convicted in the last 10 years it are pardoned it seems to be all of the child murderers are getting a hall pass i mean
1: what does that say to the families though what does that, what does that say to these victims and their families
0: it says a lot like the aurora pd drug driver yeah um well i mean i think i mean i can't even imagine the devastation and then what kind of notice do you get right because as a victim of a crime when someone's incarcerated anytime they even go before the parole board you get contacted Uh, it may not be your favorite automated text message or phone call but you still got it um you know is it that the secretary that works for the governor who's mad because he lost says hi it's sally we're letting the murder of your sister go today. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Or is this just eventually you discover it because he's killed the other sister? Or, he's or it's now in the paper. In the paper. So they printed in the paper. That's great. So the victims are given no respect, no dignity, no safety. And for somebody who raped a nine-year-old, I can hardly say those words out loud. Gets let loose after 18 months when we know, and this is throughout the United States in tons of research, you don't even start offense specific treatment until you're out. Right. So if he did 18 months and then he didn't even have the opportunity to go on to psycho or to offense-specific treatment probation, he has no intervention. That to me says I'm a little afraid because what if Kentucky isn't looking like a fun state to stay in, but Colorado is because we can come get high here. Well, That's way. scary. People come here to get high, and they like I had a client this morning whose dad said my kid needs to um, needs to be able to smoke pot in Iowa where it's a felony. And so you need to get him off of pretrial supervision so that he can smoke pot. And if you don't do it, he can't get a lawful job or he can't get a job to make money because he's 18. And I said, did you just ask me to help perpetrate a crime <laughs> and that to have your child traffic, which is a federal offense, or you traffic marijuana from the state of Colorado to Iowa so your kid can be a drug addict? And it's my fault? We are no longer working together. No. But my my point is, is that like, where, where is, where are victims in these circumstances, you know, where it's like, Hey, wait a second. What is, what is the impact here? And where is my safety and what kind of uh, resources are available for these people? And what states are they going to? And, you know, are they coming to places like California, Las Vegas, right? So that they can maybe engage in an addiction that's been sort of blocked because they were in custody or you know, and how many axes do they have to grind with prosecutors and law enforcement and judges for putting them in that position in the first place? Man, that just screams of a bad movie. Like, a ho- like that's the, you know, the remake of the massacre of the Kentucky <laughs> pardon. You know what I mean? Like, that could be really catastrophic. And then to make the connections between how many of these guys, if they reoffend in states all over the United States, are connected to this pardon?
1: Well, and with the pardon... Correct me if I'm wrong, but these rapists don't have to register. No. The murderers pretty much get that cleaned off their record. What? Where is the protection for society? It just does not exist.
0: Well, I am curious about the motivation and the basis because in... In the laws regarding, you know, elections and being in public office, there is there are specific laws related to that, like campaign finance and about, you know, these are the laws that are related to being in the position of governor and senator and all of these different things. And so I'm wondering what procedure had to be followed and then what if... Um, you know, there was, there wasn't really, he didn't follow those guidelines and he's like, well, I lost the election. My, um, you know, my career politically is over. Um, you know, what, I guess I can kind of do whatever I want. And even if they want to hold me accountable, is it criminal? Because that's really what the assessment is going to be is not a civil lawsuit, right? It's going to be, were his actions criminal and in violation of the laws regarding, um, the power of the governor in a in a pardon individually, and then whether there's a criminal risk associated with his behavior. And I'm you know I'm curious if there if the AG's office in Kentucky isn't compiling an investigation with a grand jury, or I mean I I, I mean they would have to be the AG's office. You're investigating so, yes. an elected official. You, right. That's not the DA's office in the local county where the vast majority of the murders got to go, and you know they all had a field trip at the you know at the local 7-Eleven, they can figure out where they're moving. Um,
1: I just see a new Deliverance movie coming right that's up That's
0: what I think, here. right? It just Banjo looks, playing and everything. Like, coming down the highways, and all that, we're going to Colorado, you know, and this is great. And I'm like, and people are like shutting their doors, and like, you know, guns are affixed to everywhere on your house, and it's sort of like this.
1: I guess my biggest question is, if one of these folks decides to reoffend. Can they come back after this former governor?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, because it depends on the laws associated with the power to conduct a pardon and what elements have to be met in order to justify it being the person being pardoned. Because how do you go? How do you go corral them?
1: Right. Because I can see I can see state lawsuits coming against the state of Kentucky. I can see. Uh, lawsuits going against Bevins himself. I mean, this is this Ugh. is going to be a complete mess.
0: Well, and how many of them were smart enough to get a passport and jump? Now that they're pardoned, they can get a passport.
1: Go visit some of our folks yeah. down in Costa Rica.
0: Yeah. And now they're down in Morocco or wherever that one place is. Where like, what is that? I can't remember the name of it, but there's some place over there. My dad was like, "Oh, it's just beautiful, just a beautiful place." But every criminal lives there. Every one of them. And it's like in somewhere over there on this beautiful, you know, island, and it's gorgeous, but it's all run by the mafia, and yep. nobody, you don't do anything unless you're that's all criminal right or they're in costa rica running zip lines i mean the, that's where you go and i um, working at hotels and being like hey let me get you a my tie i killed seven people in kentucky yeah come you on out know? in the
1: wilderness with I me i can't
0: wait to see you later at 3 a.m in your bedroom exactly oh by the way the kiddie pool is full not funny <laughs> so um but that's i do not funny at all it's not funny <laughs> You were the one laughing at the beginning.
1: I know. Yeah, yes, I know you were. One. You had you had I a was. little you
0: had a little giggle happening, but on a serious note, um, I'm wondering how many people got passports and skipped country. And now, how do you even corral those people? So let's say governor, idiot, um, <clears throat> is let's say there's some liability, and they say we got to go get X, Y, like these ten defendants, and they got to like no game. They're going back to prison. Like they're doing it. How the hell are you going to find them?
1: you can't. There's no way.
0: I mean, the good thing is, is that hopefully the government, like, because it's national news, right, you would hope that ICE over there and issuing passports is like, we might want to put these names on a list just in case, you know, if they're asking for expedited passports you can go in the day of with your ticket and say, I'm going to Costa Rica today. And they're like, this guy was parted for murder. You know, I'm wondering if if there are some flags that are being thrown because I would think
1: so. I would think there's some huge red flags just waving in the face of the people of Kentucky. So well, there's I, going to be some major issues.
0: And I figure we wouldn't be hearing about it if it were legal. Yeah. Like we wouldn't be hearing about it if the dude was above
1: board. It's just completely offensive. When you when you look at you lost an election so you're going to let all the criminals that you who asked you to get out, you're going to let them out no matter what I still they think did. he
0: got money. He's probably going to Costa Rica. That's what it is. He's going to go to Morocco or wherever it is. He's going to dial up with the mafia. I mean, he was a governor. There's, in some states, there's allegations of corruption. I mean, yeah. look at Aurora. Yeah. Um, and and the, the jokes will just keep coming until I <laughs> see him charged. And so, so exactly. but my point is, what if he's got a nice little offshore account because mom and somebody, you know, there's money here. I don't believe that he just sat down at his desk and said, Sally, bring me some coffee. We got some pardons for the next 48 hours.
1: Yeah. Just keep shoving in front of me. Just keep it going. Conveyor belt style. Sign, 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 stamp, stamp, stamp. Everybody's out. I am
0: worried for prosecutors and I'm worried for law enforcement. I'm certainly worried about some of them judges, but they probably outpack down there, don't you think? It's a red state.
1: Can you imagine? <laughs>
0: they all got guns. Oh, yeah. And
1: but can you imagine all of these law enforcement officers who worked hours and hours and hours on investigating these cases and all of a sudden, so oh, guess what? Pass. They're right back. They're right back on the street.
0: Oh, well, don't tell me they didn't already watch. Like they, they watched them all cruise on out of the local areas and they're like, prison A is open. Have a fl- 99 law enforcement <laughs> line Fly, up.
1: Flying their flag out of the out of the prison, have a little parade.
0: Oh I mean, you not can imagine good. I just I think you make the biggest point of all is not that this guy probably shouldn't be in prison with them. Um, it's like the movie The Purge. I feel like yeah. it's that guy. He's like, let's just all take care of each other like a bad gang. Exactly. Um, is the poor victims. And I just think about being if you were a victim of a sex assault and just the shame alone that we see, you know, victims in these crimes, And how hard it is for them to come clean about it and blaming themselves if they were in a precarious situation and, you know, being judged and potentially not being believed and just the struggle alone and coming forward um, has got to just be the worst slap in the face ever.
1: They get to that point that they can finally look at themselves in the mirror saying, This guy is out of everybody's life. He's not coming back. He's going to prison. We don't have to worry about him ever again. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, you do. Because now now Bivens is going to let him all out.
0: Yeah. And all the efforts that you make to not be found. And now you can God, go to fastpeoplesearch.com. You can put in anyone's address or telephone number. And you can find... You find them immediately. And if it's a spoof number, then you know that. But there's no hiding. Like I went to great lengths because I was a victim. And by somebody who's a defense attorney who has access to all of the same things, I went to every length that there possibly was to try to hide my address. I even killed a contract on a house to move so that I could hide. It's it's all there. Every address, every phone number. So imagine a victim who now thinks that this guy who may be been in prison for 20 years who is he going to want to take out? The very woman who put him in.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And you have no safety. And what if you don't have the finances to move out of Kentucky? And what if you don't have the finances to buy the Arlo cameras? Those things are expensive. And you don't—you can't just go turn in your cell phone because you're working 40 hours a week at six different jobs or doing whatever. And you're, you, you're trying to just keep it together. Because Kentucky definitely is not known for having a ton of money in certain areas. Yeah. And so you're trapped in your own demise. And now this guy... Is like, well, look, I got pardoned. So technically, I don't have a criminal history if I commit another offense. that's And all, and that's all those
1: victims can do is look over their shoulder for, for the rest, rest of their, of their lives, lives, the, the rest, rest of,
0: their of their lives. And they can I mean, like, I just can't imagine. And for that, forget being a defense attorney like I wouldn't want to be in that game in Kentucky for a second um but man i mean in the families of people who were killed i mean a nine what was it how old was that baby that was thrown into a septic tank newborn i mean come on what i mean you you put your head together about what the story looks like and was the dad involved and what was going on and obviously there was discourse but what if she was mentally ill and what if the dad was standing at a booth getting socks and had no idea that this happened and wrecked his entire life i mean you know I just can't imagine the fallout, and we joke about where they are, but I am. It's very serious that that if any, I would think any savvy criminal would be gone, or they're gonna be gone the minute they kill you, right? And then you're gone, or the minute they kill the judge, they're out. The minute and now they
1: can travel because there is no. Cause look Hold at, on, them no,
0: and look at Sean May. He was a district attorney in Adams County, and he was shot in front of his pregnant wife, standing at the back door as he walked from his garage to the back door in the back of the head in his yard. And they are gone, gone. It's been nine, eight years, mm-hmm. and they have not one suspect. Nope, and not so one. can you imagine if I mean? So these guys are gonna they're gonna disappear unless they are so mad. And when you're in prison, you have nothing but time. So um, we'd, I actually would love to hear any thoughts about this. I'm going to post it on, um, on my Facebook and um, see what comes of it. Um, but I do think it's worthy of having a conversation. And um, even if it reaches the four corners of Colorado, maybe it reaches farther than that. But certainly I think it's important to talk about and especially of legal minds, you know, not just people who are like, you know, well, there's a, a potato fest down here, and then we <laughs> President Trump did some other ridiculous, awful thing. That I'm like, come on! I know Tom; we know your politics, and um, you know bash here, bash there. But I mean, we're in Colorado, and these these are real issues, and that could affect us if these people decide to take a trip down the highway. So anyway. If you have any comments, Molly Jansen at jansenlegal.com. You can always call at 303 832 5400. Molly Jansen PC, which is changing to uh, Molly Jansen Law Group, but you won't know the difference on Facebook. Um, always love suggestions of podcasts, um, up and coming issues we may not know about. You may have a really interesting case that you just think hasn't been heard. And we would love to get those issues out on the table. Um, so, at any rate, uh, we kind of went long today, so um, I'm going to skip questions. They're actually kind of some that we've already answered in the last couple of weeks, but tis the season. Do not drink and drive. Do not burn and drive. Do not do drugs and drive. Please be mindful if you are in a situation where you could end up in a domestic violence situation. There are resources for all people on both sides of that scenario. Um, and again, 303 832 5400 and uh, be safe. <laughs> i to